You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to St. James Coffee. Uh, Nick Medelsky, Melissa Scaccio here in Rock and Roll Rochester. Excited to be with you this morning on Real Presence Live. Anytime I hear that ad for Lumen Vision, which is a, a optometrist up there in uh, Fargo, I always think of Father Tom Loomis in town Aww. here at Holy Spirit. So I just want to give a shout-out to Father Tom Loomis. N- nothing in particular other than that he's a cool priest, thankful for his priesthood. And I always think of it and uh, forget to mention it. So oh. shout-out to Father Tom Loomis. Yeah, he's over at Holy Spirit. He does a great Holy job Spirit, over there. He's yeah. very loved. Over at Holy Spirit. Absolutely. And I think I think I saw one of his deacons this weekend at Steubenville. I don't know. Not I'm not possibly. Sure. Could have been. Anyway, yes, I did. Of course I did. Um, yeah, I saw his deacon and the uh, office manager there. at the. Uh, they volunteer at the Steubenville Conference. Anyway, so there you go. Father Tom Lewis is all ties together in the end. That's right. And speaking of shout-outs, it was last week, and maybe it was Wednesday, I can't remember, but there was this whole family that came in, and they were from, I want to say they were from Grand Rapids. Minnesota? That, no, no, no. It's a, it's in the Dakotas somewhere. I now I can't Grand remember. Grand Forks? Grand, maybe I don't know. But it was okay. this family of five: as a little girl and two boys, and then the mom and the dad. And they came in, and we're just like looking around, and that's usually a sign they've heard it on the radio. <laughs> and then they're like, "Yeah, we listened to Real Presence live, and we just." You know, we we wanted we were in town, so we decided to come in. Oh, so cool. I promised them, even though I can't, I should have written down their name. I can't remember um, their name or exactly what city in the Dakotas they're from. But a shout out to those those five that came in and spent a good hour and a half just hanging out in here because they'd heard about it on on Real Presence. So well, if they're from Grand Forks, that's where Real Presence Live got its start. So that's where the the famous closet, as it's been referred to, where the you know the equipment was all in a closet, and we first went on the air up there in Grand Forks. So they've probably been very long time listeners. So. Probably, but that was just—it's really neat when people yeah. come in and they're just like, "We heard about this on the radio," and it's like, "Oh, that's beautiful." Number one, you're listening to Catholic radio is awesome, and number two, you came and you found us because right. you heard yeah. about it. So yeah, so fantastic. Um, We've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, I know. A lot's been going on. I missed the last one because we were um, in Moorhead on our mission trip right next to Far- I went to Fargo. I didn't realize how close they were. Like, yeah. we were driving and all of a sudden it was like, welcome to North Dakota. And I'm like, that's it? Like, <laughs> right, the yeah. cities don't end. You they just, don't check your passport or they anything. They don't. No. It's, it's they weird. They just let you right in. Yeah, we went and we went to this pool right next to the NDSU like football stadium, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was just like that thing is huge. Like, what yeah, the heck? The yeah. kids were like, "What is that thing?" And um, they've got a fantastic uh, Newman Center they've been building there at oh, NDSU. Awesome. So, very vibrant uh, community there, and Fargo just keeps growing. I mean, I've only been there, um, you know, first time was last year, so <laughs> I haven't witnessed that, but I know from a lot of people, and you can tell that a lot of the construction's new, that it keeps expanding. So, pretty vibrant city up there, and uh, exciting to visit on occasion when I get up there for the staff training days. Um, but yeah, you were on the the mission trip we talked about. I think the month before. Yep, yep. Uh, so that's two months ago now, I think. Uh, and you said there were some really exciting experiences you guys had up there, which, I mean, that's kind of par for the course for mission trips, but it's always exciting to hear about them. Yeah, it was it was really exciting, and actually St. James Coffee kind of played a role in it, which is shocking up in Moorhead, because most people have no idea what we are, <laughs> unless they listen to Real Presence, of course, um, coming out of Argo. But uh, we, uh, I took a group of 20 kids and... Uh, three other adults with me and if you've never been on a mission trip you you go and you get assigned a team so i had five teenagers with me that were from different 
different um, uh, religious denominations, we can say. There were three Lutherans, a Presbyterian, and a Methodist, which oh, was wow. like the beginning for a joke. Like, yeah. There's three Lutherans, a Presbyterian, and a Methodist, and a Catholic in a car on there a mission go, trip. Right? Yeah. Um, and you get assigned um, a, a property to go work on. So we hmm. were assigned, we drove up to Felton, which is about 30-some minutes away. I don't even actually know if it's up or east. I, I'm, right, not, yeah, I'm not yeah, good yeah. directionally. Right. Um, that's why we have GPSs. <laughs> and um, there's this wonderful woman named Pearl. And shout out to Pearl. She's probably going to listen to this later because I told her. I would send her the link. And uh, she, just this wonderful older woman. Um, she, is, she was in this metal mobile home. And it was, it was pretty run down. There was a lot of rust showing through. And our job was to scrape it, wash it, prime it, and paint it in five days. Wow. Me and these five teenagers. Wow. Two of which, um, not big on working really hard physically. <laughs> so um, it, was, it, it, was, it was challenging, but on, on the first day, Pearl came out with a little notebook, and um, she asked us to write some information down in it about ourselves so she could pray for us while we were working. Oh, beautiful. Because 10 years before, the same group had come through and built a wheelchair ramp for her. And oh, she's wow. like, I wish I would have had their contact All information right, yeah. and things to keep in contact. So... Um, she had us write down, and I wrote that I was from Rochester. And she looked at it, and she's like, oh, I know someone in Rochester. You know, a town of 150,000 people. Right, yeah. And she's like, yeah, it's, it's a family member. And I'm like, oh, well, what's their, you never know. Right, I, I yeah, might yeah, know yeah, them. Yeah. And she's like, well, I can't remember the name for sure. So, you know, she's an older lady. And uh, she's like, I'm going to look for my address book. And now uh, Pearl is a little bit of a... She's got a lot of stuff in her yeah, trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought, there's no way. There's no way she's going to find this address book by tomorrow. So we return the next day, and we are in this. You do a devotion at lunch every day where you discuss. There's a theme for the day, and, and the theme for Tuesday was purpose. Hmm. And I had just gotten done telling the kids, I'm like, you know, there's a reason. Like, you five are with me specifically, and we right, are with yeah. Pearl very specifically. And my goal by the end of the week is to figure out why mm-hmm. each one of you is with me. Well, right after that, Pearl's like, well, I found my address book. Yeah. So she opens it, and she points to a name. And I'm like, shut up. I know that guy. Oh, wow. He's actually a customer that comes in here every single day. Oh, wow. And she's like, you've got to, She started, like, tearing up. And she's like, you've got to be kidding. She's That's my half-brother. I've never met him in person. No way. Never spoken to him. No way. Didn't know he existed till 50 years ago. Wow. And her mother had passed away, and he was, like, a baby they didn't talk about that was given up for adoption. And... There were five kids in her family, and, um, like, there were many different dads, so, like, it was kind of a mess. So, she was like, yeah, I I had a really hard time accepting he existed, and then um, she's like, I just, I've never, we exchanged Christmas and birthday cards. She's Mm. like, I don't know anything about him. So I was like, well, first, let me make sure it's really him, because, you know, I don't want to get too excited. Sometimes people have similar names. Yeah, similar names. So, um... I was like, we're just, we'll hold off on this. But she was like, I know in my heart it has to be him. There's no way. So uh, we came back the next day, and I had made some phone calls and confirmed, same guy. Wow. And um, I called the coffee shop Wednesday morning, and I said, when he comes in today, call me. I'm going to just see maybe if he would talk to her. So about 11 o'clock, I got a call from one of my volunteers, and they're like, well, he's in here. And I'm like, well, I'll just put him on the phone. And I'm like, does he even know who I actually am? You know, I talk to him every day, but who knows? Right, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was like, yeah, um, you're on your trip. He's like, how's it going? And I'm like, well, pretty good. I'm like, uh, do you have a half-sister named Pearl? And he's like, how did you know that? And I'm like, well, I'm looking at her. I'm painting her house. Wow. 
And I'm like, she would really like to talk to you. She doesn't know I'm on the phone with you. You can say no. I don't know how you feel yeah. about this. And he's like, I'd love to talk to her. So wow. I go over and hand her the phone. And I'm like, your brother's on the phone. Wow. And she just started bawling. Wow. And for half an hour till the handset died, apparently we need a better handset. <laughs> for, our, for our landline, um, for half an hour, they sat and they talked on the phone. They exchanged phone numbers. Wow. And it was just like the most, like the kids are all crying. And it was just, it was the most beautiful moment um, that's fantastic. And, and all the and I I used to be a geneticist. Why am I working in a coffee shop? I don't know. And we actually were not supposed to go to Moorhead. We were supposed to go to Kentucky. Right, yeah. But our registrations were late, so there wasn't enough room and Moorhead was the only open space. Wow. And there were fourteen housing assignments we could have had. And wow. I got put with her. Wow. So like what a like it's one of those things <laughs> where it's just like how do you not look at all of these crazy coincidental things and say that you just can't see God's hands like just reaching right. down and being like I'm going to do something awesome here. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's way too cool. I know it is just like and the rest of the trip was phenomenal too, but then there's just that and it's like, "Oh my gosh, that is the story that we will be telling forever." Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then the mission trip group we were with, they interviewed us and they're like, "We're going to use this in all of our stuff." So they're like, "We'll never run a trip where because they call these things God sightings, where you can see the hand of God. Something, yeah, you know, yeah, whether yeah. it's not whether it's like, oh, we had just enough paint to finish, right? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, our measurements were perfect, and we didn't even try. And then um, they're like, "This is like the God sighting of God sightings." Wow, so, yeah. So Pearl sent this little invitation back with me to give to him, which I gave to him the other day, and she invited him to to meet for the first time. Oh, because wow. everyone else in the family's gone. It's wow. just her and him left, and she never had children, but he's got some kids, and it's like wow. you guys are you guys are it. So you really, um, you know, she was just like, "This is God telling me we've just whatever whatever I felt before. We're just going to put it aside, and we're gonna wow. we're gonna meet." So in September, they are going to they're going How to meet cool. up. I know, and it's just like God used me, little old me, who is definitely not worthy. And you know, the only reason He could use me is because I serve at St. James Coffee every day. How cool is that? Super, How cool super is cool. that? That just wow. And then she was like, "Well, can you tell me about him?" And I'm like, "Well, of course." Like he he does all of this because I talk to him every day, and he said the only person he talks to more than me is his wife. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, when you're older, you know, you don't get out much. And with the pandemic. Um, yeah. So it was, I, I was able to fill her in on all these details. And she was just like, well, can you just tell me if he's a good man? And I'm like, I'm pretty darn sure he is. <laughs> Which really put her at ease about then right, meeting him yeah. and talking to him. And um, yeah, just, it's one of those things where relation, we we're just talking about that relationship with people is so important. If right. he comes in and buys his coffee and I never speak to him, I don't right. know. I don't know his name. I don't know details of his life. I just, I don't know anything. Um, and that moment doesn't happen. So. So cool. It's just, it's, so it's cool. really, really neat. Um, it's the coolest story. I will tell it till I die. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember uh, this weekend we saw each other at Steubenville and you said, I got a great story. I got a big one. I'm going to save it. That's right. And and I'm glad you did cuz it's that's really exciting cuz it's my first time hearing the story too. So mm-hmm. just so cool and uh again to to uh the, again that St. James plays a role in that. We'll be talking about the fundraiser coming up and it's one of many stories, right? And which is great cuz uh, neither shared. people in the story are Catholic. Right? So yeah. we use a Catholic coffee shop to <laughs> bring right? two non-Catholic people together. <laughs> How cool is that? Just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're just tuning in now, uh, Nick Medelsky, Melissa Scaccio, uh, 
Melissa just shared a fantastic story about uh, how St. James played a role in connecting uh, two, uh, two half-siblings. That never right? met in 50 uh, years. Yeah. From, um, opposite sides of the state of Minnesota, practically, uh, who'd never met in person, only knew each about each other for 50 years, what, exchanged birthday cards and mm-hmm. Christmas cards, and that was about it. And, and they uh, didn't have each other's phone numbers even because they weren't that far. And yeah, How just, cool. I know. Oh, cool. Well, uh, stay tuned here on Real Presence Live. After we come back from the break, we'll be talking about the exciting uh, celebration for St. James coming up this Saturday. Um, lots more cool stories to come. And, of course, uh, got to keep uh, putting it out there, promoting it. At uh, 10, o'clock, uh, 10 o'clock Central, we'll be speaking with the new bishop of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, Bishop Barron. So stay tuned. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. S.J. Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back once again to Real Presence Live. Nick Medelsky, Melissa Scaccio, and Rock and Roll Rochester at the one and only St. James Coffee. And that's kind of the, the topic of our segment, uh, is St. James Coffee. Melissa just shared a fantastic testimonial about how St. James Coffee and really truly only a you know only the way that god can use things right mm-hmm. <laughs> that saint james coffee was able to play a role in bringing uh these these two people together half siblings that uh hadn't ever spoken over the phone much less in person right mm-hmm. um uh, and uh 
just had a chance to connect. So, fantastic. It sounds um, like Melissa story time for this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is great, right? Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot going on, so that's uh, that's fantastic. And, and people didn't, you weren't on last month, so, um, mm-hmm. you know, now we got a chance to catch up, right? Yes, you yes, know? I know. <laughs> Nick called, or Nick, Nick emailed me, and I'm like, uh, I'm in on a mission trip. I can't <laughs> right. come on. I mean, I could call in. The kids would probably think that was pretty cool if I just right, yeah, yeah, yeah. cut out a two hours of work to... <laughs> like be on the radio. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, as I mentioned, uh, the the Celebrate St. James uh, fundraiser is coming up mm-hmm. this Saturday, and we people were able to hear uh, one story of St. James. And I know we always talk about it because we're here, yes, right every month. Uh, Conveniently, but, uh, for for people who haven't been, um, could you explain a little bit about what St. James Coffee is, how it sure. got started, what sort of the because it's not just a coffee shop right? no it is definitely not just a coffee shop um and actually it is is so i i was smiling to see that father jonathan was on first because his brother father matt actually conceptualized this right the the entire idea for this place because he loves coffee and he loves jesus and um really it is an answer to pope john well saint pope john paul ii's call to the new evangelization it's really saint james coffee is a very special place it is where the church can meet the real world People do not really go over to each other's houses for coffee anymore. They go to a coffee shop. And right. many people that are struggling with faith especially or maybe have no faith would be extremely intimidated to go into a church of any kind. They are not intimidated by going into a coffee shop. Right. So we kind of like reel them in. It's like sneaky evangelization. <laughs> um, they come in having no idea what they're getting into. And then, um, I, I, some, and you can come in and people often, there is no evangelization that happens. It's just relationship building. People come in and I, I talk to them and if they want to ask questions, they do. Or if they want, um, our, our drinks are themed. So if they'll get a drink like the divine mercy and they don't know what that is, they may ask. And then I have a chance to be like, oh, well that is this or one of the saints or, um, there's there's so many evangelization tools we have around that people are welcome to ask about, or they can just come in, get their coffee, and they can go about their day. So they can treat it like a normal coffee shop where Jesus lives. Right. Yes. So we have an, an, an adoration chapel that we have a special dispensation. Every time I mention the Adoration Chapel, I get emails and phone calls, and they're like, how do you do that? Is, is that legitimate? <laughs> yes. Like, what do they think you do? Walk across the street? Like I, I stole a monster. Stole a monster? Yeah, or like, no. is it really in there? Um, and the answer is yes. We have a special dispensation. We have mass here once a month. I've seen the I've seen the certificate on the wall. There's so, a certificate. So I can testify that it's yes. legitimate. It's not even on the wall right now because I just had taken it down to show someone the other day. Because yeah, I'm like, for right. real, this is our. <laughs> I can our, prove it. This is our right. license. <laughs> this this is the thing that says we can have this. I promise. It's not. It's not like yeah. covertly naughty that we we have that. Um. So yeah, St. James is really it's a it's an extremely unique place. Most people that come in, um, they don't go to other coffee shops unless it's just really convenient because they you the idea is that you come in as a customer and then you you join like the St. James family like the community of Christ and then then you just keep coming back and uh, many non-Catholics love this place and they're not sure why and you know if they were to ask me I'd probably sound crazy if I told them it's because Jesus is in the right, adoration yeah. chapel <coughs> um oh, sorry excuse me <coughs> but um but yeah, atheists come in. Um, 
There's a sign above. If you've never been in here, there's a sign above the barista bar that says, we invite questions and discussions about faith. So in a world that says that you don't talk about faith, um, we, we invite the discussions here. And often, if you're here on the weekends, there are seminarians hanging out in here. Often there may be a priest, and every once in a while the priest... They gets, drink for free. They drink, Yeah, they you know, do. This is why I lure them in here. <laughs> And uh, religious sisters as well, and actually uh, net and focus missionaries. Oh, cool. Uh, the Totus Tuus missionaries also. We cool. want to support Very people cool, yeah. that are also doing God's work of evangelization. So often we have people in here that are excellent sources of information, and I use them myself. Sometimes I just have a rolling list of questions in my head, and <laughs> whatever poor <laughs> seminarian comes in next gets all of my questions. Nice. So it's been really nice. good for me, too, as well. as it's, it's really good for them, and it's good for people especially non-Catholics, to see that religious... People living religious life are human. Right. Like, they're exactly. normal. They right. drink. Yeah. They go to the bathroom. You know, they they do all of the things that, that normal people do. Right. So it is, it's a great opportunity to witness in that way as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, so often now it's it's hard to find uh, clergy and religious in the wild, so yes, to speak. Yes, in the right? wild, yes, in the real world. <laughs> so so it's kind of cool when you come in here and you see, you know, the seminarians at a table in the corner, or you see Father coming in, you know, from across the street to grab a cup of coffee or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, because it gives people kind of an informal way to interact with clergy and religious, and like you said, the, the missionaries too, uh, the totus to us and, and focus and all those who come through the uh, area. Kind of a nice way to informally interact and uh, have that, that that way to ask questions, like you said, people wouldn't. Nece- a lot of people wouldn't necessarily, well, call up the rectory and say, "Hey, Father, I got a question for you." Right? You know mm-hmm. that uh, they, they might uh, not get through to Father at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how busy Father is, but um, you know, grabbing someone informally and in asking a question, and like you said, there's there's atheists that come here, agnostics, uh, people of different faith traditions. I know there's um, some uh, some. Uh, uh, Protestant groups, right? Yep. We'll even hold Bible studies here, yep, right? Uh, underneath the gaze of saints on the wall yeah, and the do. crucifix and everything else. <laughs> so, win them over uh, bit by bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Surround them with our Catholic rich heritage and just, yeah, just let it overwhelm them. Which is so cool because, you know, and uh, just like, uh, you know, you have these experiences, people like, well I, well, I didn't know Catholics could do this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I didn't know you guys were normal. You know, you can always hear it in the, the subtext, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know you guys were normal. So um, just, you know, like we said, the, the clergy and religious, a way to informally interact, but also with Catholics who are who are proud to be Catholic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that a lot of people, this might be their first interaction with someone who's, who's Catholic and, like you said, willing to answer questions and, and all sorts of things like that. And I get that a lot. People will be like, are you sure you're Catholic? <laughs> yes, I'm positive. Because <laughs> I've never met a good Catholic. Like, like right. you are, yep, like you yep, seem. Yep. And the kids on my, my trip, my Lutheran, Presbyterian, Methodist, the, on day four, they were like, so you're Catholic, right? And I was like, yes. They're like, I thought like Catholics were just like old nuns that hit kids with rulers. But that was really, right. they'd never interacted with Catholics before. And I'm like, my whole group that's here is actually Catholic. <laughs> like, right, all yeah. of us, and we're not like crazy. We're right, maybe exactly. crazy for Jesus. But, um, but that's about it. But yeah. then all of a sudden, the entire trip became a witness of what being right. Catholic is. And I was like, okay, guys, on your best behavior, they're watching us now. They know you're Catholic, <laughs> right. and it's a higher standard. Yeah. So, yeah, we have that with the customers, too. Like, many, many people have told me that I am the first Catholic they've met that they liked, which is yep. really yeah, sad. It's sad, I mean, but, it hurts yeah. my heart, but... Um, 
it is it is a great compliment to be like, well, I'm glad I can break that stereotype for you a little bit. Right, and that, that speaks to the importance of St. James Coffee as an mm-hmm. apostolate, especially here in St. James Coffee. And I like, I've also heard people who are, uh, well, like you said, there's a family from up in Grand Forks, right, that had come down here to, mm-hmm. to look at the uh, St. James Coffee, different people here and on air. I know I've heard uh, from people, and, and you've shared too, people who are going to Mayo Clinic uh, for for tests or treatment, right, which can be a very stressful thing. Mm -hmm. And for them to be able to come to St. James, check it out, spend time with Jesus and a cup of coffee, it's a nice way to, um, you know, be that that, uh, ministry of presence, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, for people who may already be Catholic, but they just need a little extra extra space, right? An extra space mm-hmm. to kind of unwind and everything after coming here to Rochester. Coming to Rochester can be can be very nice, but for some people who are coming specifically for stuff at Mayo, it can be very stressful. So it's nice to also have this uh, ministry for that purpose, mm-hmm. and that kind of naturally segues into we only have two minutes left, yes, unfortunately. Minutes. Minutes. But this is an apostolate, right? Saint yes. James is a nonprofit, yes, so it is obviously. A non-profit. St. James needs uh, financial assistance, yes. right? Yes. Um, and uh, we actually exist completely independent of the diocese. So we're just a completely independent nonprofit. There is There are no profits. People often ask what I give the extra money to, and I'm like, oh, there's no extra money. There's absolutely no extra money. I don't know if we've ever been in the black in a month, ever. In 10 years, which is fantastic. So we're celebrating our 10-year anniversary of Father Matt opening um, St. James Coffee up. So we are... Having almost, it, it's also fundraising, but it's more like a thank you. Thank you for 10 years. Thank you. There's three or four times that the doors have almost closed permanently, and the Holy Spirit has moved the hearts of donors and our customers to come forth financially and, and help keep us open. So um, this uh, Saturday, from 9 to 1, we'll be offering free coffee, free iced tea, free lemonade, half-priced, all other drinks, um, we will be having a mass with the new Father Michael Churchill. Um, he will be presiding over mass at 10.30 across the street at Pox Christie. There will be a rosary at 10. Um, and we're going to have some kids games outside. And hopefully we will have a food truck outside in case people are hungry. But there should be, I'm thinking there are free donuts. I'm pretty sure there are, but I'm not absolutely positive. <laughs> Don't promise them. Unless no no promise on the free donuts, but there will be donuts here um, either way. Um, but, yeah, just like a... A, a big thank you to everyone for helping us stay open, and then we will absolutely take donations if anyone feels moved. Um, to be a silent auction this year as well. No, we're not doing a silent okay, auction. Okay, no silent this auction. Time. Okay, it's more just, just like a chance a, to celebrate, spend time together, and, and celebrate what St. James thank you is. And and thank you to everyone who's yeah, absolutely fantastic. Well, so cool. Uh, stay tuned with us on Real Presence Live. After the break, we'll be speaking with the one and only Bishop Robert Barron, the uh, the newly named bishop for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Stay tuned. Thank you. 